That's Stewie. <laughs> He's got a home to go to, actually. He's, his home check's passed, so hopefully he'll be going home quite quickly. That's Pauline Leeson. She's the founder of Holly Hedge Animal Sanctuary. And the background sound of those dogs barking, I think, could possibly be the soundtrack to her life. She's dedicated a lifetime's work to rescuing and rehoming animals. I'm quite sure she doesn't know the meaning of the word retirement because apparently she retired. And I'm sure you can imagine when she took her first holiday in 20 years. Pauline Leeson shares her story on Freelance Bristol Mum as we take a tour of the Holly Hedge Animal Sanctuary. Well, I had worked from my own home for a number of years um, and it it was just getting impossible. My house was like Temple Mead Station with the animals I was taking in and people coming to see them, to rehome them. And this went on for years um, before we actually got Holly Hedge. And we we were very lucky that a lovely lady called Esme Burney um, saw an article that I had written and she contacted me. And, uh, well, she supported us ever since that. And she actually bought Holly Hedge Animal Sanctuary for us. So this is our puppy block here, um, all mums and puppies. It's also our isolation block. And we've got six of these kennels. They're all, they've all got underfloor heating. They're, they're all tiled and easy to clean, etc. There is also an isolation block. There are six of those kennels. They're really huge, uh, larger than most kennels because they have to be in here um, approximately a week before we can actually let them out. There should be a seven to ten day incubation period. If they come in, say, off the streets as strays or if they've come from a home and not been vaccinated. So that's why these kennels are so big. Again, they've got underfloor heating. We have people come in. We have our warden um, or a deputy come in every night between seven and nine o'clock, plus someone on cats and someone on dogs because we feel it's not really horrible to have them in kennels from, say, 5, 5.30 until 8 o'clock the following morning without being able to go out and relieve themselves. Especially, you know, some dogs just don't like being dirty in their kennels, so they're holding on and holding on, and, you know, we just don't like to think of them being banged up, as it were, for all that length of time. So, yeah, they're taken out again between 7 and 9. They also, some might have come in underweight, they get their extra feeds... Um, and again with the cats, you know, if their little trainees changing or if they just need a cuddle, you know, somebody's there to, to make sure they're okay. Who's this chap here we're looking at? Oh, that's Stewie. <laughs> he's got a home to go to, actually. He's, his home check's passed, so hopefully he'll be going home quite quickly. And how do you get a reading on the dogs? As you say, I mean, you, they don't all come with history mm. and the handlers or the people who walk them, have they got, you know, plenty of experience? Yes, they have. And they, we've got assessment forms. Um, we have... Tina Constant, who is a T-Touch trainer um, and practitioner, she comes here, we have her here two days a week, she works for us two days a week, um, to help us give assessments, you know, she's, she's very well thought of, um, she's nationally renowned, and we're very lucky to have her, so she gives the staff training, um, as well as the dogs training, so yeah, we, they get as much as they can as we can possibly give them in an institutionalised environment. You know, it's, it's very hard, as you can hear all the noise that's going on, it's very hard for us to get them to focus um, when there's so much noise going on. But all that will soon change because we're buying the field next door. 
So we'll then have a nice quiet area to train them. I didn't take holiday for 20 years and my daughter, my youngest daughter, who is 11, and she works here now actually, she's 30, 35 now and she works here, and um, she said, Mum, I've never been on an aeroplane, um, but all my friends have been, and I thought she'd never had a holiday, let alone gone on an aeroplane, because there just wasn't the time and the, we always had a house full of animals to see to that we couldn't go on holiday. My then husband took a week off of work and I took her to Ibiza. The moment we got off the coach at the hotel, a pregnant cat ran straight up to me, holiday over. So that was, that was our holiday. I, I, we, we managed to get the cat back over here, but that was the whole week spent trying to sort that poor little cat out because she didn't have a home to go to. And uh, she, brought, she was brought back here and she had four kittens in quarantine. Since then, since then, I've had two holidays. I've done quite well in the last couple of years. I've had two holidays. But again, it was another 20 years before. That there is... The nursery where there are um, mums and babies oh. in that area, and we don't actually open that to public um, until they're fully vaccinated. So this is our the main cattery where um, they've been fully vaccinated. They look like very cosy, comfy, happy cats here, don't they? Well, they're they're all nice and warm. They've all got their nice beds. They've got the little playhouses outside. They've got screens down to the, from the cat garden. If it rains and the wind's blowing in, blowing the rain in, we can put the screens down and they can still see out. They have meals on wheels. <laughs> what we do is go round the, the cattery with a trolley so they can actually hear it, hear the food being put in their dishes and you know, they hear, it, hear the knife being chinked around in there. And it's more like home because that's what would happen at home, you know. The, you wouldn't just come in and feed the cat. They'd know when it was their feed time and they'd hear it being prepared. And they, about four o'clock, they're all lining up, meowing, <laughs> knowing that it's their tea time. How many pets do you have now? Well, actually, I'm down to three, which is the lowest that I have ever um, had. I've had as many as 50 animals in my home, um, but that's including kittens and puppies. What, I, what I'm doing now is taking in the, the elderly animals, those that, you know, maybe are so old that people aren't prepared to have them just for a short time. So I'm taking, I take in terminally ill animals that have a good quality of life still, because that's what it's all about, is quality of life. This really is a whole life's dedication to Holly Hedge and looking after animals, giving them a home. It seems to have been my life's work, yes. It's one of these things you can't turn your back on. Once you're involved with it and you, know, you see the awful things that can happen to animals and just their broken hearts as well, you know, that, that not every animal is unwanted that comes here. A person's ill or an elderly person has to go into a nursing home or residential home, can't take their animals. You know, some owners are as broken-hearted as their animals. I think you get so embroiled in everything. The, the situation is, is almost overwhelming. And it, it's just something that once, once it kind of takes a hold of you, you can't turn your back and, and you have to keep going. Recently, just retired in the last few weeks, 
Um, but I've only retired from paid employment. Um, I'm back on the committee now, and I shall still be as much involved with Hollyhead as ever, but I won't have as much admin to do, which really pleases me, actually. So I can spend more time with the animals now. You don't strike me as a woman who's just retired. Not one moment. I'm not going to take up knitting or flower arranging, that's for sure. You know, my, my heart is still with the animals. What is the most rewarding part for you, I think when we get the photographs back, you know, of them all cosy and settled and part of a family, you know, that really is an amazing tonic for us. We, we do get lots of dogs come back and see us once they've settled in. And what really, I think what really surprises everyone is that they all know their carers and they're, they're still so pleased to see their carers. So I think it just goes to show how well they are looked after here. And so, you know, so different to when they went, because some dogs come from awful homes, and some, you know, we don't know the background of, but they're so scared of people. And to see these dogs come back with a new lease of life, you know, it's just amazing. That was Pauline Leeson, the founder of the Holly Hedge Animal Sanctuary, sharing her story with freelance Bristol Mum. And if you'd like to get in contact, well, you can do so by dropping us a line. It's hello at freelancebristolmum.co.uk.